This is Kevin Stevens here with Rob Cenerani. Hey, Bob. Hi, Kevin. It's a pleasure, really an honor and a privilege to be able to spend quality Valentine's Day time with you. You know, first here in our high-tech recording studio, then after this we're going to head over to Section 4 Wrestling Practice, talk to some of the fellas, see what's going on. All I'll say, Kevin, is there is a long line behind you. I mean, it's a lot of people want to spend Valentine's Day with me. It's been that way for years. They're only human, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we... um... Shall we start off with uh, an unbelievable feat? Yes. And uh, I, for a moment, just want to put my Nelson Burton Jr. slash Chris Schenkel hat on. And we're talking about Ashley Cicerelli, Jr. from Union Endicott, who on Saturday rolled games of 258, 296, and a 300, and just unbelievable. Um, and I, I saw on Twitter her final strike in the 300 game. And, uh, man, nice ball. You know, bowling ball, uh, uh, when you throw a bowling ball, it if it looks right, it should look like a late-breaking slider. You want that late movement and just dive into the pocket. And, man, she has that. Uh, she, she looked for real. That was, that was impressive to watch. What kind of jumped out at me, and for perspective's sake, if I'm not mistaken, her series is, I think, just 13 shy of the boys' record and that has stood since 1990. Mm. That's saying a little something. 854. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, that it, we'll never see that again. Um, 23 strikes in her last 20 frames. Um, that's <laughs> well. That's how you get an 840. <laughs> 854 right. is what that is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Talk a little basketball? Yeah. <clears throat> we saw, we each saw a stack semifinal. Um, and these playoffs have become uh, something. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, three teams, one with a bye. Whatever. Um, it was good basketball that I saw. Um, As did I. And I just wanted to add quickly that uh, I don't think Magellan set this up very well in terms of the travel schedule here <laughs> with, uh, you know, you got the the four teams in Friday's finals are Seton, Norwich, and two Owego teams, and the games are being played in Elmira. And I'm sure that makes sense to somebody. But um, I I'm not sure if it does. <laughs> it might not. But. And Norwich gets the crummiest end of that, obviously. Right. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, just different. 
Yeah. But uh, I'll start with what I saw last night. Um, love the way Norwich's girls play basketball. I mean, that, if you like aggressive, ball-hungry, fight each possession, diving on the floor, just all that stuff, I mean – they're like a, a team of all Janics. If uh, you know the, the all-star team you put together years ago, uh, just fun to watch. Kids that get after it. They beat Elmira seventy-two to to fifty-seven, and you know when you got five kids out there all with that same mentality, you know they, they can do good things. And and all every, they went they go about nine deep. But it doesn't matter which five are on the floor. And uh, Jake Daly, the Elmira coach, said essentially that. He said it doesn't matter which five. You know, they attack the basketball. And uh, just just fun to watch. And offensively, they, they got some good kids. Uh, guards Taylor Hansen and Halea Eaton. Both kids can penetrate. And they got kids who can shoot it, like Sidney Coggins and Trinity Myers. Um, that final is going to be interesting. 18 and one, Norwich against 18 and 0 Owego, and that could be a preview to the sectional final on March 2 at the arena. Um, I'll be interested to see because you know normally in you know games you'll see coaches immediately make adjustments if something starts going awry. And I'm just kind of wondering if maybe both coaches might not be so quick to make obvious adjustments just because they don't want to show their hand in case there is that second meeting. Um, and one last thing about that uh, game last night. El Myers, uh, Zaria Demember Shazier. I love her game. Uh, just, you know, if I was teaching a clinic on – you know how to properly use triple threat position. Mm. The video from her game last night, what she did from the high post, just turn and face, see what's available. I mean, she made some great decisions last night. Really impressed with her game. She's an athlete. Right, who knows how to play basketball. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice combination. Yep. I saw Seton Catholic Central's boys. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. By 10 over Elmira. Um, the Saints are tough. And tough in, in a handful of ways. Physically tough, though they're not big at all. Um, mentally tough. Tough to guard, most notably, as... Coach Johnson from Elmira was was talking about afterward. Just try to take, <clears throat> excuse me, try to take one thing away. And there are two other options available: um, close up on those options, and boy, doesn't something else spring. And and then there's Tommy Dempsey, who. I'm still waiting to see what his, like, the outer edge of his range is. (laughs) It's unbelievable. And it's one of those deals where, I've said this to people, kids four steps off the the arc 
I kind of want him taking that shot ordinarily. Mm -hmm. I'm a token pressure maybe, but I don't feel like I should be out there on top of him forced to. You have to. Right. I was watching a game, you know, he played against Windsor this year. I watch a lot of Windsor games because my son plays on the JV team. And, you know, I talk to my son during the game, and I'm watching how they're guarding Dempsey. And, you know, and I, I'm explaining to my son while I'm watching, and I'm like, if if they're a step and a half away when he gets the catch, they're out of position. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, I was explaining, I go, well, watch, watch right here. Watch when he comes off this screen. I go, if, if they're not foot to foot on the catch, they're, they've made a mistake. And it's tough to guard when you have to – be that close to somebody and then like you were saying you got rumple who can penetrate like crazy and dish and find people and you got dies who's a slash and you know he's got some range it's pick your poison when you play that team and the guy coach Sinicki said he can't be without on the floor is Tyler rumple says uh He's not going to back down against anybody. He'll go up there and use his quickness, his athleticism, his jumping ability. He'll make things happen, make steals on the defensive end. He said, I just can't take him off the floor. He doesn't get tired. He's always going full speed. Um, it's just a – now, should Seton Catholic Central run into a big, big team? And Elmira's got some size. And – that size was largely, now well, somewhat negated, I'll say, um, in the semi. Elmira got its share of putbacks, and it's going to happen. But uh, Seton would present problems for just about any opponent, and I'm looking forward to the final against the Weagle. Weagle's got two of the best out there. Um, how did? How to guard a Wego will be interesting. Always like matchups when there's, and I think I've said this before, but when there's two quality point guards on the floor, it just makes everything run smoother when you got two guys in that position who know what they're doing. And when you look at Brent Rumpel and you look at Christian Sage of a Wego, that, you know, those are two of the best doing it this year around here. So that. That should make things entertaining for for people who make it to Elmira tomorrow or uh, yeah tomorrow night. What else you got? Uh, maybe a, a little wrestling. Uh, we we were mentioning last week here about how uh, you know we at least I hope that you know that the state would use some common sense because you know Section Four hadn't been getting wild cards recently in Division One, and uh, yesterday the wild cards came out and uh, Horseheads Devin Woodworth and uh, Corning's Chase Dottlin both got uh, wild card bursts in Division One. so that's a positive sign. I was glad to see that. And uh, I was thinking, I was talking to some of the guys, I covered the Division Two tournament on Saturday at Windsor, and just thinking about the Division Two team that uh, Section Four is going to send to Albany next weekend, and uh, 
Yeah, they they got some firepower this year. Uh, Norwich is Dante Geislinger, defend or a state champ last year. Four other guys: uh, Tioga's John and Brady Worthing brothers, Walton Delhi's Caleb Robinson, and. Uh, Chandler Merwin, all those guys have placed second in the state in past years at state meets. Uh, section four could could possibly win that uh, sectional team title up there. They they got some some power, and uh, could be some section four on section four crime in a couple weeks mm -hmm. too. In three different weight classes, they got you know two kids in brackets who could you know. Are state title contenders in Division One. You got Woodworth and uh, Drew Witham from Corning. In uh, Division Two, you got Brody Olexak from Bainbridge, Guilford, Afton, Harpersville, and John Worthing from Tioga. And at 285, you know maybe actually three could be in the mix with uh, Odessa, Montour, Watkins Glen, Still, and Hauschnick. Uh, Newark Valley's Trenton Rupert and Tioga's Stephen Taylor, so be some good things happening uh, in a few days up there. I had a look at, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a look at some notes that you jotted down, um, and I'm wondering how long you've been using this particular brand of foot writing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can read it just fine, Kevin. There isn't a man alive <laughs> other than you who could make out more than like every third word. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I've said if you need any assistance, you know, with translation, I, I can help. Hmm. But if it's every third word, then... It could be a lot. Yeah. I apologize. Got anything else? I'm done. Let's call it a wrap. Okay. Okay.